Hello, and welcome to the podcast, episode three. Today, my guest has so many titles that I'll just go with the one that encompasses them all. Icon Phoebe Jones. Hello. Hi. Hi, Kat. Welcome. So nice to see you or hear from you. Hear me. It's an audio podcast. Look at that lovely. Uh... Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, would you like to introduce yourself to the audience? Um, well... Um, I'm Phoebe Jones, singer, songwriter, activist, humanitarian. Um, I got that title once from a fan, and I Lovely. kept that, kept going with that. So yeah. And uh, just give your pronouns for the audience. Obviously, I use she/her. Oh, She/her. Yep, yeah, that's that's fine with me. Cool. Uh, and obviously, your job is singer, songwriter. Yeah. You're account is just so beautiful currently thank uh, you yeah you've um literally today you uh you announced your latest album yeah i'm so excited for this record it's honestly something that i it's like it's it's all comprised of events that led me to this part in my life and all this um like the battles you climb are i'm and i mean what my what my mom told me, she said once, she said, the battles you fight in life are not as more important as the way you get to those battles. And I truly believe mm-hmm. that. And I Yeah, um and the cover, I I mean, obviously it's uh only like is this this is the official cover of the album, right? Is there is this my internet having problems? Hello, sorry. That uh I don't know if that was a problem on your part or on my part. I think it was mine. Sorry. Someone okay. called right uh, back in the um so um, when I was when I was d- shooting the cover, I wanted to do a lotus, which um, which you can see an outline of a lotus and a lotus on top of my head. Um, mm-hmm. I think lotuses are such a very spiritual flower. It really mm-hmm. shows um, it's a story of someone who starts as a bud, like a little bud, and then blossoms into a, a beautiful flower that opens up over time. And that truly resonated with me, and I, I wanted to include that on my cover. So it has, like, a special meaning to you that's... Um, oh, yes. You know, yeah, okay. Nice. Um, I would love to know, I mean, obviously, you get all everything about your career on your Instagram, but mm-hmm. uh, is there anything, like, at home life, how's that going for you, like, currently with, um, you know, the pandemic situation and all of that? Oh, um, I've... I've managed to um, just um, stay indoors as much as possible, mm-hmm. um, working and shooting things and doing projects has been a really difficult thing to do during these times. And um, I think um, the most important thing we all can do is stay masked and just um, not listen to the Karens on social media. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, oh, and aside from being a singer, you're also, uh, 
I don't are you the host or the producer of ANTM? Um, that's a really great question. Um, ANTM was something I came up with that I really wanted to um, do. Uh, I am the producer and executive producer, but um, for the spinoff, my friend Alexa handles that. Lovely. Um, are there any like behind the scenes secrets that uh, you could share? Oh, ANTM has a show? lot of secrets. I mean, I've I've honestly thought about doing a secret podcast about ANTM for a really long time because there's just so many interesting things that nobody sees. So when mm-hmm. um when we cast the girls, when we cast the models, we actually shoot we actually have shooted an episode for um season four, I believe. We shot an episode where we were going to um uh like audition the girls, do a little mock audition. Um, mm-hmm. but for some reasons, lens led to another and we didn't get to, um, shoot that. Um, so we just, we just went with the regular way. We always shoot a season. Um, the, sh- the seasons are normally shot in the summer. Um, the best time. Sequest- yeah, exactly. The best time. Um, we sequester each girl and, um, filming normally lasts around two months or a month. The longest we've shot a season was for a month and we're actually gearing up for, well, while this um, spinoff comes mm-hmm. about, um, we're actually working on production for our all-star season, which I'm so excited for. That is exciting. I've been very vocal about it. I mean, mm-hmm. I truly believe that a lot of fans really latch onto the show and they always like, we want to see this girl. We want to see that girl. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I would love to. Um, <clears throat> do it yeah definitely like the amount of uh fandom that uh people like uh savi or leah got after their career oh my god and, yes and- exactly I, I i truly adore the fact the success that savi and leah have gotten it's been um a very great year for them um it's, it's amazing how a career uh, a tv show like this can launch your whole career and these girls are just out there doing it, and I love to see it. And you don't always expect that musicians are come are going to come from uh, modeling shows, even. Right. You you wouldn't expect um, where someone's story begins, and you wouldn't normally see that happening for someone. But it's it's so refreshing to see for me. I I love like what brought you to ANTM, like. There were, uh, when I started Dollstagram, I loved seeing all of like the photo shoots that you did because they were all so conceptual and stuff. And it was just, they're beautiful. And you still inspire me to this day, honestly. Thank Um, you. You know, I love your photos. Like, um, I've always noticed how dedicated you are to taking your photos. And it's it's honestly wonderful to see as well. Thank you. (laughs) See your social Um, media. Yeah, uh, social media is, I mean, I feel like I'm attached to it more than anybody anybody else in my friendship group. Um, I am, like, the person to talk to if you have, like, a tech problem. Mm. So that oh, comes with being That's real. so true. Whenever my mom has a problem with her phone, she always goes to me and thinks that I can solve it. <laughs> She's like, even... legend icon and star Phoebe Jones. Could you help even... me think where the home button is? Right, exactly. Even after four Grammys, she still does. Even after four Grammys, I still help my Grammy. 
that's she's doing know, fine. Keeping you, yeah, keeping you humble. And honestly, <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. you can have so many Grammys and still be incredibly humble, like the way you are. Uh, you speak mm-hmm. out on matters like uh, recently the Black Lives Matter movement. Oh yes, obviously I've that's always... been a movement for a long time. Listen, listen, I yeah always believed in black stories black lives and black souls i've always believed in um like we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for our our african-american and black brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. truly and um seeing and seeing like brianna taylor jacob price um all these all these black stories like hearing them in the media it's heartbreaking to see that um, Bri- did you hear Brianna Taylor's case was taken to a court? Yes. And um, and this they still haven't arrested the cops. Like that's just so it's just mm. it just frustrates me. And there are so many names that go un uh, unnamed. Exactly. Uh, a lot of the I mean, there's whenever I think of the uh, recent cases that like have resurfaced and stuff. I um I watched a short form video that was just repeating the name of Tony McDade over and over and mm-hmm. that name like stuck with me because I'm thinking we're we're doing this we are protesting we are um signing petitions we are donating to charities for mm-hmm. people like Tony McDade like Brianna Taylor like Sandra Bland whatever Exactly like it's it's honestly I love I'm loving, you know, like someone told me, they said, I, I read this, someone said, um, someone asked a Black Lives Matter protester, they said, do you think everything's going to go back to normal after this? And they said, no. They simply said no and walked away. And I, and I truly agree. I, I agree. I, I don't think that it's ever going to be the same after this. I think it's, it's meant for that because we're doing, like, we're helping these people and get, get what they deserve. We're helping them get justice. And if it all, I don't, yeah. I, and I don't want it to. If it all stays the same, then have we have we really changed anything? Anyway, sorry I interrupted you. Keep going. It's fine. It's fine. Well, I was just gonna finish off by saying, um, it's um, it's interesting for me to see that um, like this whole like there was Black Lives Matter before, but it was it was only just like. Black Lives Matter, that's that. But now it's so much more, and I and I love to see that for now. Like you can tell that a lot of these people are sick of dealing with this oppression and this and this discrimination. You can you can just see it because a black because uh, um a black cop would give the same punishment to uh, all races, but a white cop would not. And and it's. Mm. It's just not, it's just, it's just unfair. And I can see that people are sick and I'm sick of it. There are, there are people who go out like, um, I mean, I grew up in a completely white household, but my girl, my girlfriend, Maria, she's black. And uh, every day she'd walk out of the house fearing for her life. You know, something could happen to her mom, her dad, her little sister or whatever, because of their skin color. Mm hmm. I, I mean, I have collaborated with a lot of um, black singers and and um, act models and stuff like that. I, I mean, a lot when I was, I'm going to admit some, some a wrong that I've done once. So this actually has to do with ANTM. Um, mm-hmm. 
when I casted the first season, I tried to make sure that there were a lot of models that were, that were, this was a, I think, well, I didn't really think it was going to be a um, season that had a lot of um, representation. Okay. Yeah, I wanted, um, but then like, when we're like, casting from future seasons now, like, um, I've got a really special um, cycle coming up after All Stars that I really want to do and execute. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll just tell you that we've started looking at girls and it's the most diverse season of Antium I've ever seen. Um, I really want to make, like, I I really want to make a, um, oh, I was talking to this, my manager once a long time ago, Mm -hmm. I said, I said to him, I said, what if we do, what if we get a black host, we get a black host and we get mm-hmm. some black anti-team alumni and we do an all black season of all mm-hmm. a melanin season. That'd be so cool. And I, and I totally want to do that. Yeah. And I mean, like, I know probably not my place to say, but um, would you ever consider like in the future, maybe getting uh, disabled models or absolutely uh, curvier models? Oh yeah, we we just had one actually. We had we had Jerry. She was um oh, yeah. she was a really yeah. great she was a great um figure to have on the show. Um an open pansexual woman who was not afraid to share to show her curves. Like I can like I I cannot tell you the amount of people who resonated with her story saying saying I needed to hear that. I needed to see a woman like that mm-hmm. on ANTM. I needed to see a woman like that. Like I would love to put more models that necessarily can't work or the word what is the word i'm like i would love to put a model that is very um representative i would love to have um chemo patients i would Mm -hmm. love to have cancer survivors i would love to have i would love to have people with acne scars i would love to have people with all these different things that make them unique on this show because that's that's really what we want to do we want to celebrate beauty in all state all shapes sizes and forms and i i truly resonate with that and it also it lets young kids uh see someone that looks like them on tv um, exactly i mean i'm not i mean i i i'm gonna bring up savvy again because uh th- there are like there are young trans kids that saw her there and they were like oh mm-hmm. i can be like that one day um my colleague eliza i think savvy is her favorite artist um, I love and she's, Eliza. I love her. She's lovely. Um, she's taking she's over amazing. my vlogs now. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, she's she's trans and she's deaf and she just you know, I think mm-hmm. that's someone on TV that was also trans uh, and also seeing someone. I mean, this wasn't savvy, but obviously also seeing someone who were who was like a larger woman woman that mm-hmm. really like resonated with her and made her feel seen. And I think that's what's like lovely with TV shows where everyone, mm-hmm. everybody is uh, a part of it because, you know, you're seeing yourself in them and you're uh, thinking, I can become that kind of person. Right. I think with Savvy, it was, it was really groundbreaking when she didn't even tell us she was transgender before she got on the show. Um, she, I think she, no, she came out to us on episode three or four. And um, we, we, didn't, we didn't want to, um, of course, we had to share her story. We didn't want to edit that out. And um, it was just a really blessing to have her. Um, but 
of course, when Eliza won, Eliza was also there too. Um, mm-hmm. And it was nice to see her go for the gold as well. Um, I think looking back at season one, we were, we were doing things that no one else was doing on um, a platform like this. We were giving girls a platform that truly deserved it. And I, I think um, it would be fun to see Savvy see more of her one day. Yeah. Uh, it would be fun to see more of her. And um, seeing her success, like being the first trans woman to win a, to win a Grammy um, mm. for her album is just amazing to see as well. It was a proud moment, in my opinion. You uh, Did you mentor her or something? I mean, I think she's signed under your label, correct? Yeah, she's, she's on SAG with me. She's on SAG with me and Selena. Um, <laughs> work, of course, I could tell you lots of stories about working with Selena. But um, when, oh, when we I, were signed... I would love to. I love Selena. Her music is beautiful. I loved her, too. Uh, okay, hold on. Let me just finish this story about Savvy, and we'll talk about Selena. So um, when we were signing Savvy, we didn't really know if we were going to sign her at first. We were signing a bunch of people. We were just, like, going through. We were like, should we sign this artist? Should we do this? Mm-hmm. And then when we saw Savvy, we were like, yes. People need to hear that. People need to see that rap. And, and like, this girl can rap. Like, she can write a rap in, like, five minutes. Like, she is that talented. And I, I love seeing her when she was crafting her album she made she um presented us with two ideas she said she said i really want to do a record where i introduce myself and then i want to do my own freestyle album where i rap my own my own songs and i'm like okay well we'll see if that works and and she did it all and she's amazing oh but of course when when i yeah Selena, on the other hand, Selena is an amazing artist. I met Selena uh, actually on a podcast like this one. I met her on the first episode of Gleam Radio. Not to toot my own horn, but I'm actually bringing back Gleam Radio. If you would love to come on the show, Kat, I would love to have you. That'd be lovely. Yeah. (laughs) It's um, coming soon. I'm working with a person to develop a podcast. Um, but I met her on Glean Radio, and she was a nice person, and we worked together a couple times, and she was a big supporter of mine, and, and then we decided, I was signed with a label called um, Orchard Records, which was mm-hmm. held in Tennessee, my home, hometown, um, and the CEO was my dad, and he wanted to retire, and it fits so perfectly that we were going to do our own, so now we're, we're our own CEOs. That's, like, I mean, I love girl, I love girl bosses. Um, my mom, me my mom too. is an editor. Yeah, my mom is an editor of a, of a magazine, and uh, she's basically like the boss, and it's just so cool. I mean, growing up with a strong female figure in my home really, right. like, inspired me to, you know, be who I am today. Seeing strong women win is something I love to see. I love to see women take their power and turn it into something really amazing and and tr- it's truly inspiring to see. And when we opened our label, it was it was a monumental day for sure. I remember we were at the party for the opening, and we were and we were clinking like glasses, and we were saying, "What is something we really want to do?" And someone in the back shouted, 
we want to change the world. And I was like, yes, I agree. Uh, I, I couldn't wait. I mean, we, we all started laughing and, and like, it was just such a perfect moment. And um, now we have like a lot of labels scattered across the country. Um, and it's amazing. And I'll obviously you've produced, uh, I mean, you are the mentor or like the, just the mother of so many artists. I mean, like not physically, but like metaphor, metaphorically, the mother of so many artists uh, on Dollstagram that are inspired by you and, uh, you know, take advice from you. Like I know you, um, you mentored, uh, I think, I know, I know you mentored, uh, you mentored, did you say you mentored Selena? For a while, but then she took off on yeah. her own. And, and I mentored Chelsea. She, we actually just stopped mentoring. She's all, all mentored now. And, um, and I loved, of course, I could say a lot of things about Chelsea as well. And I think also for a peer, like a short period, uh, Dodie? Um, I think, yeah. I worked with Dodie for a while. I, I truly believe in her skills as an artist as well. Um, I love her music. I think it's so unique and very different than what anyone else is doing. She's really, she really opens her heart and pulls out the best lyrics I've ever seen. And I love that for her. Mm. Of um, course, I've also met, I'm also mentoring a young, a, a couple artists right now that I can't really say, but I'm excited to see them go on a path per se. Mm. Um, and I mean, we're getting like close to the end of the episode. So I'd love to know, uh, just one thing, what has been like getting you through the quarantine? Have you like, been like baking, uh, doing like starting yoga or like anything that's been like helping you through and, you know, boosting your mental health whilst you're stuck inside? I think I've been watching shows, writing music that I really writing more songs, um, taking care of my kids, doing a lot of amazing, just just keeping my time occupied during quarantine, just like everyone else. Um, oh, and whenever I go to the store, I always wear a mask. Always. You can quote me on that. <laughs> um, just I'll, I'll make sure to, uh, in my caption when I promote this episode, I'll make sure to put Phoebe Jones says wear a mask. I do. I think wearing a mask is the most important thing right now we can do. And also, also, um, I cannot tell you how many hand sanitizers I bought during the pandemic. A lot. You cannot go wrong. I mean, so they can be so stylish as well. Right. Like, respect the drip. <laughs> That's what um, I heard on social media. Yeah. I would, uh, I mean, before we go, I would love to know how your family is doing. Uh, My family's you, amazing. Uh, your children are, I do, I mean, I know you don't talk about them on social media a lot. I mean, obviously to protect their privacy, their children. Mm -hmm. But um, how have they been handling the, uh, the situation? Corey and B have been absolutely amazing. Um, I've been homeschooling them. Um, they B just started pre-K, but um, Corey is, has not. Um, and things have been just going amazing in the house so far. 
they under they are the most i i'm excited to train these girls and give them the brightest minds in the future and guide them on the right path and as for my husband um he is he's um on location shooting a movie right now mm -hmm. um pr production opened right back up so i'm excited for him and my mother my mother does live in the guest house above us mm -hmm. i always keep her always keep her with me so i would hate for her to get it or do anything mm -hmm. so she's quarantining so everything's nice that's that's lovely okay how um, is your family my family's lovely i've been uh i've been facetiming my uh my parents obviously because they i mean i don't live that far away from them they're like two roads down from me mm -hmm. because that was like the convenience that I had when I moved into my apartment. I wanted to make sure that we were close to my family because uh, I have two younger siblings um, and they are like, they grow up with me as like a, someone to be there. My, um, my dad is a director. So when my, when he has to take my mom to like an award ceremony or something, I'm there to be the babysitter, which, you know, quite convenient for my parents, not always convenient mm -hmm. for me because, uh, I mean, I don't have a child, but I do have a cat. Um, and I believe you do too, from the sounds that I can hear by yeah, the Yes, mic. I do. Most certainly. I do have a dog and a cat. And they are, they are a lot of work. Yeah, they are. The one thing that I missed a lot uh, when I moved out was my family dog. So I think mm. uh, getting Cheeto was kind of like, I mean, he's a cat, but like, it's still the same thing. It's yeah. uh, another member of your family. Um, I have, um, of course, I also, uh, I don't know if you know, but I also have a pig named Wilbur. Oh, yes. and, I, and I have a chicken, which a lot of people don't understand why I have a chicken, but um, I love, his name is Penny. Um, that was name. That was my daughter named him. Um, yeah. and, and we love him. He's our family chicken. He's a really great soul. And, um, uh, is it a rooster or a chicken? Like a hen? Um, I think Henny's a girl, so it's a hen, I think. Okay. So do yeah. you like, uh, are you... I don't know if you're vegan or not, but like, do you use like the eggs that Sheila um, lays? Baking or no, we don't. No, no, we don't. Um, but um, that's a great idea. I, uh, I mean, for a short period of time, I did have a family member who lived on a farm, and they would always use their chicken eggs for uh, like oh, cakes. Yeah. And everything. I had a lot of people in Tennessee who did that same thing. Mm. Um. Anyway, so before we go, I would love you for I would love for you to plug any social media or anything that you would love uh, the listeners to follow. I think you. I mean, obviously you have a Instagram, but I think also you have a uh, TikTok account, maybe. I do. Um. So my Instagram is Phoebe Jones dot doll. Um. My um, TikTok is pickle dolls, just pickle dolls. No, there's um, no spaces, no indents, nothing. And um, 
My record, my side of the record labels YouTube is Gleam Entertainment. That's where you can find some of my videos, my songs, um, some award shows and clips from me, of me performing. Um, what else? I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's nice. it. Nice. And um, obviously I will put those into the uh, description of the episode. And your uh, next album is releasing on December 28th. Is that right? Yep. The sun will come up and the seasons will change. will be released on all streaming services on December 28th. All right. Um, so I'm going to finish this podcast with the way that I end my vlogs, um, which goes, I love your faces and I will see you later. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already and follow the accounts that will be linked in the description of this episode. And I will see you next Monday.